Hi, y'all. Um, welcome back to the Search for Pink podcast. Today, we have a guest I am really excited about. When I reached out, I was like, if she says no, that is perfectly understandable. Um, we have Okon Adichol on. She is a model, and I saw her. She was photographed by an Atlanta photographer that I was following. I think it was like her first shot on her Instagram and I saw it and I just lost my mind and I immediately shared it on my Instagram and I was like look at how talented these people are and um yeah so I've been avidly following Okon for maybe a year now and um I'm just gonna read her little Harper's Bazaar excerpt because they'll say it better than me and yes she's been she was featured in Harper's Bazaar in September of 12 stunning black plus size models you need to know and she is featured on this and here's what they wrote Ocon could technically be categorized as quote-unquote new to the modeling industry not that you could tell from her slew of high fashion editorials recent Italian Vogue cover what Um, her versatility is as impressive as her activism. She's an ambassador for Stand for Education, a global community providing access to education for children living in poverty and conflict, 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 sorry, Harper's Bazaar, um, affected areas. And I know that big things are coming from this Sudanese native. That's really cool. She has been on a Vogue cover and featured in Harper's Bazaar. Welcome to the Search for Pink podcast. And I'm going to do a great job. (laughs) Yep, I'm going to do a great job. Okay, I love you guys. Okay, good. We're recording. I am doing well. Check you out. I, I feel bad. My apartment has is old and it has the worst lighting so you're like glowing right now <laughs> and I'm not gonna share I have like a lamp like right here I have I a lamp can... near mine too okay good <laughs> good yeah because anyways yeah how was your sister's appointment how'd it go you know what the crazy thing that happened is I went to take her to her dentist appointment and uh-huh. it was closed no I know. So I was just like, dang, I took her out of school and everything. So I was just like, did they, was it supposed to be closed and they just, um, just didn't send you guys an update? I don't know. My mom made an appointment, but I called them cause the doors were locked and they yeah. was like, they're not open at this time. They had a half day or something. So okay, you know, it happens. I'm used to playing like mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I have a 13 year old sister who looks 10 Mm-hmm. And people will say, like, are you her mom? And both of us just go, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. I um, I had a therapist who told me, she was like, you're not your sibling's mom. Like, stop acting like your mom. <laughs> and, I, and I like, she's right. But I was kind of like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's me too. Because it's just like, I mean, you can't even hide away from it or shy from it. Because it's just like. It happens naturally. When you were like, I'm a big sister, I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. Thank I, you for understanding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. No, I, they're like, I would, I would do anything, you know, 
Aquarius. I'm just like, no deals off. I'm Mm -hmm. leaving forever. Anyways, let's talk about you. How are you? Um, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. Chilling. No. Yeah. Moving with life. Mm -hmm. Gradually going at a slow pace, but you know, how are the shoots and stuff going right now? Um, is, is everything as active as it was pre COVID? Um, no. Okay. Not at all. It's like very slow. So mm-hmm. there's something you have to get used to and adapt to, especially with COVID going on. And yeah. with the shoots that I do, like you, of course, got to get your test done and, you know, they come around, but you know, not as much, not much. Yeah. It's not as much as you can do. So how much of your career was pre COVID and post COVID, you know? Well, in terms of like when I started beginning, I was a freelance model. So mm-hmm. I actually didn't get signed till this summer recent. Yeah, with Ursula Weedman. I'm mm-hmm. with the talent portion. Um, yes. Yeah, cool. Really? Yeah, I'm an actor. I'm going to dive into that a little bit, you know. <laughs> okay. Feet in it. I love it. Yeah, you know, yeah, Laura is the head talent um, person over there. And um, she's super, she's super sweet. So yeah, I bet if you told them you want to start auditioning for stuff. Yeah. Slowly, but surely, you know, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, jumpstart my, you know, modeling career first before uh-huh. like I dive into other avenues. Okay. Of course, because, you know, modeling, I love it. And I kind of tell anyone acting is so competitive, but also like, like who knows? Yeah. It, it's just like, you're like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like you could book something like I've been doing this forever, but Mm-hmm. you could book something in your first audition like that that happens you know mm-hmm. um okay so let's start with freelance modeling when did you start modeling did uh, you decide you wanted to be a model sorry or did someone scout you I feel like it's kind of 50 50 um well I decided to be a model you know I got <laughs> yeah like told me like oh my gosh you should model you're so tall you know you get that all the time uh-huh. but to take the first initiative, you know, to start all by yourself, mm. um, freelancing, it was kind of hard in the beginning trying to, you know, because where I'm from, I'm from High Point, North Carolina area, mm-hmm. and there's not really much of a modeling industry here at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a small country town, so there's just yeah. like nothing out here. So, so what does that look like? I think that must be, I don't want to like, so I'm five two. Uh-huh. No one's ever told me to be a model. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it, it, and it's fine. I, I don't, I don't need to be a model, but um, was, was it kind of like nerve? Cause if you say like, I want to be a model, you are saying like, Hey, I think there is something physically about me. And I, there's also something internally, and that's one of the things I want to talk about is your, in your photos, like it's not just your face, though it's a fantastic face. Um, yes. But how did that feel? Were you like embarrassed? Is it kind of nerve wracking to say, hey, look at me? Um, well, I haven't done that yet because I still don't tell people I model like... Okay. Every time somebody compliments me and be like, do you model? I'm like, um, no, not really. Uh, this is good. <laughs> so it's still like something. And you fit I- on the cover of Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I still tell people like, cause like, I don't feel like I'm at where I'm at, you know, where I okay. need to be. So yeah. I don't really want to 
stick myself to something where I'm not fully into it yet, although yeah. I've been doing it for years now. So of course, in the beginning, um, like you said, you have like the look. Um, when I was younger, I didn't think I had that look. So I was mm -hmm. modeling just because it was fun, you know, it was something different. And I really had low self-confidence. So like with modeling, it really helped me to, you know, be more confident in how I look and mm -hmm. just learn, excuse my language, yeah. how to give a fuck and yeah. flourish and to who I am. So how does someone with low self-confidence also start like having friends take photos of them or something? Like, you know, on Instagram, they have like, you know, photographers who like, you mm -hmm. know, they like, if they take photos for you, it benefits both of them. So, you know, mm -hmm. I was doing it free in the beginning just totally. to get practice and everything. So I feel like um, in the beginning, it's like you fake it till you make it. So like, yeah. even if you do have low self-confidence, you just like, I would just fake it till I make it. And then mm -hmm. I learned that confidence grew. I taught myself how to love myself and be in my skin and you know everything with the modeling industry and yeah. you just not you know not making a lot of money but you doing it because you love it and mm -hmm. it teaches you a lot of things so like when I would do like runaway shows although it was for like a small town I got a lot mm -hmm. of experience and then exposure mm -hmm. um to build on my portfolio mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's like amazing. And I have, I have some friends that have modeled and stuff and it's not as glamorous as you think. Mm -hmm. One of my friends was, um, Victoria Beckham's fit model for like a whole line. And I was like, how many times do you change in a day? And cause she would just stand there and they'd be pinning stuff to her. Yeah. And she said she changed her clothes maybe a hundred times a day. She stood there and, um, at first she tried to make chit chat, but then she was there for a few months. She was like, I was a, I was just kind of a human thing. Like no yeah. one really talked to me. No one thought I was smart. Um, have you had that? Like, what's been your experience on like how people on sets like treat you? Um, you? Of course you're going to get those people who are not like too shabby, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's all how you make it. Even if the bad days you make it through like some fashion shows, it's just, you get those people that are not too nice, but you mm -hmm. have to kind of like push through it, even though you don't want to. But I feel like with like freelancing in the beginning, I had like a lot of no's, like mm. no's, rejections and all that stuff, because, you know, some people weren't into, you know, dark skin and all that stuff or like makeup artists didn't know how to work with my dark skin with like one time for a fashion show like I cried in the bathroom because like the makeup artist she couldn't do my makeup and I didn't want to everybody else is looking good and I didn't want to go out on the runway and I'm just mm -hmm. looking hot mess you know yeah. and I had to do all my makeup by myself a few models helped me so you always find some good ones who are there yeah. to you know support you and stuff but I just feel like just I like to have a positive energy, although, you know, yeah. negative around you, yeah, that light that be like, you know what, we're not going to have a bad day. And, and, make it work. <laughs> and that's so amazing because I understand the rejection part because you're mm -hmm. always uh, with acting, you're because 
I mean, right now I'm not auditioning for like a big role. So sometimes I'll send in, um, <laughs> I, my agent submitted me for a Hooters commercial <laughs> and, and then in the description, they said not model. And I was like, okay, like I'm the, but anyways, but all they wanted were like pictures of my hands. Oh, okay. You know? Because so I was going to be, hands. yeah, well, I mean, my cat kind of cuts up my hands or they wanted like a video of my, my for, they wanted a, some feet in a thing. Anyways, uh-huh. not like it, a creepy thing, but I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like you're st- like, just kind of, I mean, being judged on what my hands okay. look like, but like, so I understand the rejection side of it, at least to that extent. And then even when you are working, that's so an amazing testament to you because mm-hmm. it's already hard. And then you get on the job and if they're, you're still being met with negativity, mm-hmm. um, like still staying positive. What was like the first thing that you like flipped out where you were like, mom, this person emailed me and wants to work with me or something like that. Oh, like a job that I booked like that. Yeah. Okay. Something um, exciting. Well, of course, uh, my first Vogue Italia cover, mm-hmm. that was amazing. I like busted in tears of joy because you know yeah from where I started to where I'm in now and then mm-hmm. look at how much farther I can go it was just mm-hmm. an amazing first job to do mm-hmm. with IMG models and Ursula Will. How how so like from the beginning of you doing freelance mm-hmm. and just doing favors for people how how many years ago was that? I started when I was senior or junior in high school so 2017 okay okay wow and then I mean that's like three years so some people would be like that's not that long but if it's every single day that's you like hoping and waiting yeah and the thing with like acting as well is like in a split second I could get an email that could like change everything you know so um you're always kind of like oh maybe today's the day so what was it like you getting signed after working on your well okay so this was right before COVID started so I'm a COVID baby you know (laughs) so like I lost a lot of hope like I almost quit modeling and everything because I was just kind of like fed up like with not seeing the results of where I'm going so in that span of time, I was just working at a part-time job and I'm a full-time student as well. So I was just mm-hmm. like, um, forget modeling right now. I'm putting so much time into it. I'm just like not seeing any result. And with the pressure of my parents that like kind of like pressured me is just like, cause they didn't really support it. So it was just like, mm-hmm. um, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so um, when COVID hit, I got really bored as everyone else. Yeah. Because then I stopped working my part-time job and I was just doing school. And I was just like, I really miss modeling. I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't want to not do modeling. So I just started submitting for 
um, real agencies, well, that are nearby, um, not in North Carolina, because I didn't really think there's any agencies that are for me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted something that was close by. So I started looking at agencies in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I submitted to everybody's salts, the list goes on and on. And I just kept getting rejected and rejected. No, no, no. And Ursula, she saw my little um, submission and I got a call from her and she was very nice and sweet on the phone. And um, it started really fast. We just got into it. She signed me. We started doing digitals, then started doing um, test shoots and everything. And one of the photos that is on my Instagram, I had like a white fit. Mm -hmm. Um and that photo is what attracted IMG models because she had like um, scouts and everything on her page that were, you know, looking at everything. So when she posted that, they hit her up. It was like, we are interested in her. And then yeah. it was just like, I got Ursula. Now mm -hmm. IMG is wanting me. So it was just yeah. a great combination. And I, it was just very exciting, very quick and fast. That summer flew by. I was just mm -hmm. like... We got all that done and everything. So it was just a great start for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's wild that this is all started during COVID. I, there were, I had a girl on a couple, like a, maybe a month ago and she was just working an office job at the beginning of COVID. She mm -hmm. got a TikTok, started making mini films, and now she's pitching TV shows to head executive, you know? And so COVID has been kind of this wild, like, flip for a lot of people's mm -hmm. lives so what does it look like the casting process now are you like in your bedroom now on zoom and they're like okay and you're just like walking around and they're looking at you um no not really we just okay. seen um pictures and like I take a lot of personality video videos that I need to send into them mm -hmm. and we what's just a, what's a personality video I just tell them about myself, show them a little okay. bit of my personality so they can mm -hmm. see what I am other than a model, you know? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you're a human being. So they want to yeah. know who you are, what you do mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So it's quite simple. Send in your measurements and all that stuff for casting because, of course, you can't go in and, you know, mm -hmm. show them and everything. But yeah. Yeah. What's, what's like, what's, I mean, obviously all of the jobs you've had are your favorite, obviously, mm -hmm. but what's, um, what's one of like a shoot you were really proud of? I have a lot of favorite ones. Oh, that's okay. What's, um, hmm. I guess the one that I just, um, shot recently with mm -hmm. Kate, um, we had a video, um, segment that we did and, it was very fun, very cold <laughs> in New York. And we were shooting for about like two and a half days. And oh, wow. all everybody was nice, the staff and the production, the production team and everything. Um, it was just very fun. And I love how everything turned out. It was very badass, very punk. Yeah. Different, you know, high fashion stuff that I love. And I don't know. I guess that was one of my proud moments. So, okay. As someone that gets uncomfortable getting my picture taken, what like is advice you would give? Like, do you kind of go into your own, like, are you kind of like playing a character? Like, what do you do when the camera's on? Um, I don't think I really play a character. 
uh-huh. I, I just be myself you know yeah. I just get into that zone I just you know just it's just like you're free you know what I mean you yeah. just your hands it's just very flowy whatever you feel especially with your outfit that you have on like mm. if it's more laid back chill you want to give you know beauty shot you know it's very mm-hmm. simple and then you know <laughs> if you have an eccentric outfit on you want to make those eccentric moves you know you're like giving me so much like. even right now <laughs> so like do you think it's just because you've been I think like you kind of learned when you were still small and doing mm-hmm. favors so now like by the time you got that agent you weren't learning you yeah. were like uh, okay I've got but then that. again I feel like I'm starting over oh really yeah because it's just like um I'll still be developed because you know I'm the new girl in New York you know mm-hmm. the new model so not everybody knows me so I have to like reestablish myself mm-hmm. and you know introduce myself to everybody and mm-hmm. just a blank slate that I'm yeah coming into y- yeah getting every yeah because do you find that intimidating? Are you more extroverted? Are you more introverted? Um, I'm extroverted. Okay. Intimidated. That's, good. That's, that's good. That's good. I can like be extroverted and then I'm like, now I'm going to go nap. Yeah. <laughs> a day. Um, do you go up to New York a lot? Have you, tra- have you been traveling during COVID? That's probably oh, hard. Well, I haven't, not really. Okay. And I want to so much. Like mm-hmm. I've just been um, down in Georgia a lot and then New York here and there. So okay. I haven't gotten to, you know, LA. I haven't been there yet. Okay. But, really, but, it, but you're on your way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, for sure. I feel like so much. Is that... What is, okay, not just like, what's your dream? Because you're like building the dream, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, like, do you see yourself in New York after like kind of COVID's calmed down? Do you want to just travel the world? What are you thinking? Um, when COVID's over, I would definitely move to New York, especially mm-hmm. I feel like how time is going, I should be done with um, college and everything. So that will leave me enough time to you know move out and everything and then being in New York I'll travel from then on to Paris wherever yeah (laughs) they're like we want you here and then you're like okay okay I'm on it it. What, what are you studying in school I'm studying health system management okay so somewhere in the healthcare behind the scenes because I'm a squeamish person. I don't really like blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, why did you choose that? I chose it because it's, it's very diverse. You can choose a lot of different things from that career. It's not like one thing you have to stick to. Like, for mm-hmm. example, nursing, you just mm-hmm. have to stick to it, deal with patients all day. And yeah. Mm, uh, no, no, I, I, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I get like sympathy pain. If someone's like, look at my finger, I'll be, I'll like, I'll freak out. Like, I'll think you stabbed my finger or something. I have a phobia for teeth. I don't like, like, you know how people like have a wiggly tooth or like oh. they be bleeding or something. I don't oh. want to be near it. Oh, oh. okay. That's, I mean, no, I mean, totally makes sense. Okay. Well, that, okay. So, <laughs> I was looking at the Harper's Bazaar thing, which that also must have been like such a wild moment because you didn't yeah. even book that. They just 
mentioned me. I was like, y'all know my name? Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> check me out. And then you're just walking around Kroger or some normal. And then you're like, mm-hmm. I'm in Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> so they mentioned you do ad, uh, advocacy. What? Tell me more about that organization you're a part of. They reached out and it was for um, the girl of the day. I think that's the name of it. And mm-hmm. they had this huge segment of all artists performing. Like if you had like a music talent, you could sing something. Mm-hmm. They had like artists dr- drawing or whatever they did, paint. And then um, I don't really think I'm that talented. So um, I true. chose to do a poem. So because I write here and there, not oh, as much no. as I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. but a poem that I wrote back in 2017 is called The Black Elephant. Mm-hmm. And I dedicated it to that for the girls. And the other organization is Stanford Education in Sudan. So that's where I'm from. So I really mm. took that to the heart and was like, oh, I really care about that. And you oh, know, well, I wanted to be a part of it. So are were you born in Sudan or? I was born in Khartoum, Sudan. Wow. When did you move to the States? Around two. So my family and I, uh, it's a lot of war things that go on in South Sudan at the time. So Mm -hmm. South Sudan and North Sudan were inflicted a lot. So my parents moved from here to there Mm -hmm. and, you know, to start a brand new life. And that's like super, how old were they? Um, Oh, yeah, it's, like it's, they came here or yeah like when I'm just imagining like how much like how hard that would have been to move over to a new country um because you were their firstborn and you were two so I'm guessing you know they weren't like 45 or something yeah my mom was 18 when she had me so maybe around their 20s my dad had to probably be in his 20s or something wow yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So, um, you're in, and you said you're in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Do you, or why did they choose North Carolina to move? Well, they didn't really choose. Well, they had a choice, but like, um, they came through United Nations. So you had to get all your paper files and all that stuff. And they kind of like just choose a country in this state for you to go and yeah. then they help you for like three to four months you know get mm-hmm. used to living in America and then you're on from there wow wow that's so can can I ask what that was because I don't know much about the city you live in mm-hmm. um, but like did you I don't know is if there's not a lot of people from the Sudan there did you ever feel different was it ever confusing or well when we came, there was, um, we have a Sudanese community. So oh, wow. we know a lot of Sudanese that are here in North Carolina. And we actually have like events or we go to church and, you know, we keep connected and everything. Mm-hmm. So coming down here, I did know people that were from Sudan. So it was easy. Although there weren't like blood related because most of them are back home. Yeah. We still have a connection because, you know, Sudanese yeah and moving to High Point North Carolina you know uh, you know it wasn't easy especially coming from a whole different continent Mm -hmm. trying to adapt to 
a different culture, a different vibe, and, you know, not growing up with much, you know, trying to make your way every day. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of hard for my parents, you know? I'm sure. I'm sure. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like there could be like a movie about them or something. I told my dad they need to like write a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like you could play your mom in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I they mean, have that- an interesting story because uh, I forget a lot of things. So I feel like my dad, he's a good storyteller. So uh-huh. he has a lot to tell. Wow. And then it's so amazing because like they're they're like wanting a better life for you and mm-hmm. you come and you're a baby and then and then you tell them like hey I want to model did they have any concept of what like what was it who's the who's the woman that host um Tyra Banks is that uh-huh. like were they oh, just like what? yeah 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 were they like you want to be her <laughs> like I don't they know were like I don't know they had that negative connotation like modeling equals showing off your body so they thought I was going to be like naked all the time so they didn't want me to do it they were just like why are you going to be a model what is that what are you going to do you're not going to make any money you know all that stuff you need to focus on school blah 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 and everything Mm -hmm. so I was just like mom dad that's not what modeling is you show off clothes fashion, yeah all that stuff, yeah you know so they don't really know the deeper aspects of yeah. what it comes to modeling and and I didn't really I mean I still don't know a ton but like I was telling you like I uh one of my friends who worked for Victoria Beckham and stuff I feel like I learned so much and like learning that you think like models are just rolling around in money at all times and she's like no (laughs) and then you're like wait what like but you're so beautiful and you do these cool things and you don't just have tons of money um and it's it's yeah it's like you're doing jobs all the time and you're working and you're waiting for that big thing did you have any models or women that you looked up to when you were younger like oh my gosh they're so gorgeous or cool or you know inspirational did you have anyone you looked up to uh, I really liked Alekwek because, you know, she's Sudanese as mm-hmm. myself, so she was one of the first, so she was a big inspiration. It was just mm-hmm. like, my parents know her, so that that kind of gave them leeway. I was just like, well, Alekwek is doing it. <laughs> she's been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do they know her, know her, or just know who Oh, she they is? don't know her, know her, but okay. you know, Sudanese community when they see their people they know them you know okay sticks yeah well I mean honestly you could like meet her someday and you're like yeah mom and dad would not have let me do (laughs) if it wasn't I'm ready I'm Uh ready yeah my parents are like have you met her yet because they're used to it now they've gotten to me you know I can I'm comfortable now telling them my modeling um jobs and everything uh-huh. and all that stuff so they're like have you met her yet I'm like no not yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like if like with acting and stuff people are like oh you should do you should be in tv shows like mm-hmm. oh you're not making a lot of money you should go do a tv show and I'm like Oh, okay. They don't I'll know just, the process that comes behind that. <laughs> I'll just be like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, agent, my mom says I should be on a TV show. 
Um, what were maybe one of the surprises about like coming into the modeling industry and something you didn't that like surprised you or you didn't know about until you were doing it? Mm-hmm. I can't say it's very fast paced. Okay. So after that with everything, you know, being do this, do that, do that, get change of clothes, blah, 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 On, walking out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so have you done a lot of runway or is it mostly just like editorial? Um, I do an equal amount of both. Okay. So I have experience in both of them, runway and editorial. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like runway, I like it. It's the fast pace, high, mm-hmm. everything like gives you a high. Like, yeah. It, it's like, it feel, it looks like it would be like skydiving or something where it's like all these people are looking at you and all yeah. of this energy okay so the picture I remember I don't know if you remember this but when you did that shoot with, mm-hmm. you remember that and then you're like sitting in the chair and you're yeah. looking at everybody that. loves that picture <laughs> okay I <laughs> saw her and you only had that one picture up and I shared it on my stories and I was like everyone needs to follow this like <laughs> like this photographer mm-hmm. and you what was just like selfishly what was it like because also there are other images that are gorgeous mm-hmm. But um, it, it was so striking because also I was like, I, I don't know, it, it was so gorgeous. What was it like putting that shoot together? Was that just to fill up your editorial book to show people? Okay. Yeah, it was. It was um, something to, you know, something different. You know, mm-hmm. it stands out. People are just like, I'll buy it. And Krishan, he's a great photographer. Oh. I love working with him. Sorry. I work with him multiple times. And, you know, he just has a vision. And, uh-huh. you know, as a model, you execute it. So, yeah. So, just- it, how often is it often like the model, uh, not model, the photographer being like, okay, I need you to, it's almost like acting a role where he's yeah. like, do this. Or is it sometimes collaborative? Like, is it both um- sometimes? You know, the photographer, they just let you do what you want to do, basically. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, whatever you feel like, whatever you feel like posing, it just, they just capture anything and everything, you know? Yeah. What do your siblings think about you being a model? Do they like brag about it with their friends or something? Um. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. My little sister, she's just like, oh my gosh, I want to be a model just like you when I grow up. You Aww. know, she's eight, so they changed their professions 24-7. Yeah. So like, okay, sissy, you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, they're, my brothers, they're pretty cool with it. They're just like, um, just let me know when you meet Rihanna. <laughs> 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 they're just like cool with it. Just like, yeah. Like so like so un- unimpressed yeah no matter like they like make sure they're not impressed sometimes uh when I'll like audition for something and I don't get it um Olivia's like she was 10 and she was like that's okay Rebecca it's Aww. baby step she's like you gotta <laughs> believe in yourself and I'm like oh so nowhere to hit it yeah and I think like I don't know my siblings are like my cheerleaders and I really appreciate it um, okay, so the search for pink is um, that's what the podcast is called. That's what my Instagram is called. And it started from uh, about four years ago. I was feeling just kind of depressed and lonely. And I was like, I don't, I'm not where I want to be in life. And the search for pink was me trying to find something positive every single day, which was the pink. 
And um, I don't know, kind of like not cheering myself up, but it was like, I was making myself find something positive. So whenever you felt discouraged throughout this whole journey, um, or you felt a lot of negativity, what have you done to kind of help yourself keep going? Um, well, personally, I'm a very optimistic person, so Mm -hmm. I don't believe everything can be positive all the time. You know, I can't be cheery all the time. So sometimes you just have to grow go through that wave of you know depression sadness and you just you know feel it out um I just talk to myself you know and try to give myself a pep talk like everything mm-hmm. will pay off you know mm-hmm. today's not a good day but you know might not know tomorrow might be a good one mm-hmm. so I just really try to just go every day just pushing it mm-hmm. I just try my best that's all yeah. I can do I love that. And then our best is always different, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like one day your best is like you could have accomplished or just felt like, you know, I'm amazing, even though things aren't going my way. And for me, I have like really high highs and really low lows. Yeah, that's Um, You know? And so I love like allowing yourself to be in those feelings. And it's not about I don't think life is supposed to be just us being happy all the like happy, happy, because I think the sad moments help us be more grateful um, for what we do have. And yeah, I think if everything acting wise would have worked out, I wouldn't have wanted to have a podcast and then wouldn't be getting to talk to you. So, you know, it's like this whole everything works out for a reason. It does. Yeah, (laughs) it does. And like, even if it's kind of confusing in this moment and even like you getting signed um, during a pandemic, like Mm -hmm. it's kind of random and that could be really discouraging, but because you've been working so hard for it, you know, you've been able to be appreciative of it no matter what. Yeah. So um, do you have anything? Well, obviously, if you're like under contract, I don't want you to get in trouble. But do you have anything coming up that you're excited about or looking forward to? I have some under the belt. It's just Uh as a model, it's a waiting game. So it's just like you send in your digitals, you send in your personality video, you send in your walk and all that Mm -hmm. thing. And you're just like waiting. Are they going to confirm me? Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always waiting for that confirmation so how fast of a turnaround is it if they say like yes we do want her um because oftentimes with like acting stuff if I book something possibly like in a week I need to be able to be somewhere yeah fast of a turnaround as well yes it is wow sometimes like when they're like confirmed it they're like um my agent is setting a flight or you know a hotel to get ready for me to come down and it's just so quick it's just like it can happen anytime that's why I kind of had to let go of my part-time jobs because it's just gonna get oh in a way of it because it's just like I'm dropping everything if my agent calls me like I'm not working he calls me um I gotta go guys (laughs) I I now for like part-time jobs whenever I go in I they're like okay so if you get cast in an acting thing or are you just gonna leave and I've been now what I kind of tell them is it's a joke but I'm like I'm not that good like you don't have to worry about yeah. me but it's so um, hard explaining to them so it I'm is like, oh, I just rather not I just 
Is there any other part of the fashion world that you find like you'd want to do that as well? Like, could you ever see yourself like styling or being a photographer or, or you just kind of focus on modeling right now? Right now I'm just focusing on modeling, but I feel Mm -hmm. like as I build myself up and, you know, dive into different avenues or like learn more about them because, you know, I want to learn before I, you know, dig into it. Um, I've always been into clothes so like I could see myself you know designing something mm-hmm. maybe a line or something a business of that yeah. sort you know future yeah what okay let's just like say that I don't know some person calls you up and they're like what do you what kind of company do you want to make would you be like I'm gonna do make like I'm gonna have a makeup line I'm gonna have I would want to make like a clothing line like Hollister that focuses on jeans Mm -hmm. um primarily like long jeans because growing up always had a hard time trying to find jeans that were long so I always wore high waters because I could never find anything so I feel like a cute little store you know Mm -hmm. boutique that sells jeans specifically I would like yeah how tall are you I'm five nine yeah yeah that's not even tall but you know people Oh my gosh, she's so tall. <laughs> no, no, my friend is six foot and I was, um, I saw her last night and like, I mean, my pants look ugly right now, but like, <laughs> my like dad socks, but like her jeans, like her jeans, our whole life have kind of been like capris, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's so, it's so hard. I mean, yeah, my, I mean, my jeans are too long and baggy. <laughs> Actually, a lot of my friends in high school were like tall and very like, just like, I mean, they would just like strut it around. So yeah. I carry myself like I'm tall. Like I think I'm tall. And then I'll see my like reflection and I'll be like, Ugh, who's that little <laughs> short person? And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, is that me? I can carry myself a little bit tall too. Yeah. Like, always. I've always been the tallest in school. So it's just like mm-hmm. kind of not hard to miss me. So yeah. Just- I- I love that though, because I know some people that are taller, especially like girls where, you know, if they're a lot taller than the boys, a lot of girls like kind of learn to like hunch down. Like, oh, I've never did that. That's amazing. Even if I was, I don't think I've ever been insecure about my height. I just kind of, I was just the tallest, you know, Mm -hmm. just didn't have no insecurity because you can't change that you can't change your height so (laughs) what can I do about it (laughs) I think the only time I don't mind me I don't think I'm short it's like it's a weird complex I don't mind being short the only time I hate it is because that means my arms aren't very long and so if I have to carry something oh okay yeah it's hard besides that I don't know I don't really care (laughs) I'm kind of the same way I've had people be like, oh, do you, cause you can't see, but I like have a ton of freckles, like mm-hmm. the, the lights, like blinding it out. But I, I had a girl once and she was like, do you like having freckles? Like kind of in a, <laughs> like, Ooh. And I was Not like, and I was like, do you realize if I decided to hate them, how <laughs> miserable I would be for yeah, my whole life, you know? Yeah. And I felt like, you know, it, in different areas because I hated my skin for mm-hmm. a long time and I didn't start loving it until now so um I look at myself like the confidence that I have now 
and I look when I didn't have any and mm. if I would have carried that hate I would have just been like a grumpy old lady mm-hmm. when I'm 50 you know yeah. so I just like kind of let that go I was just like I can't change my skin tone so yeah. y'all just gonna have to deal with it I'm gonna stuck with it yeah no exactly yeah I think it's um yeah, I think we all kind of do have those things that we're insecure about. And I know that. And then, but I've seen girls were like, I think they're super hot. And then I'm like, wait a minute, my like butt does that. Or like my stomach does that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, never mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I guess well, I know- our brains does that. You just overthink stuff sometimes. And it's just like, I just over-exaggerated that. Like no. sometimes looking at my body, I'm just like, I complain about it. I'm like, ew, what mm-hmm. is going on? And then other days, you know, I love it. I'm like, mm, okay. I know. <laughs> and it, it just comes and goes, you know. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really, when I like sent this message, I was like, if she says no, like, <laughs> that's okay you know <laughs> no be sad um but I really appreciate it and I'm like I'm such a fan and it's so that's cool cool-ish. to meet you and like because you give like you like you give this like amazing energy but I love how like bright and sunny you are and um yeah so I hope some of your your fans get to listen to it and be like whoa she's so <laughs> she's so like approachable and fabulous I love Thanks it for reaching out yeah of course of course I'm a big fan and I really appreciate it and you keep I, I'm excited to see these like secret stuff happening yes me too I can't wait to share them with you I called my little sister after this and I was just like Mary she was such a sweetheart she gives like not that she's intimidating, at, but like from her pictures, it's like she's got this like glamorous vibe and you're like, what is she going to be like? And she really was just so sunshiny and just such a sweetheart and so positive. And I think there were these moments where she could have maybe, I mean, and understandably probably been a little bit more salty or maybe a little bit more jaded. Um, And I am inspired because as y'all know, I can get kind of discouraged with um, acting. There is a lot of rejection involved, y'all, a lot. And just the fact that she kept at it for three years. Like that really is, and I've been at it for quite a bit of time, but um, I have gone past three years, but I also know how hard it is to stick through for three years. So I just have so much admiration. I cannot wait to keep seeing the work she puts out. Um, Yeah, talking to her was just, she's just such a sweetheart. And uh, thank you so much for talking um, to me. Thank y'all for listening. Um, And I love you guys. All right. Thank you very much. Please do not forget to rate review and subscribe i have some really cool guests coming up i will not tell you who because that's not what a surprise is and i love you and i'll talk to you later bye bye